The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We have a great guest for you today. We're talking about a way to work through your issues that deals with images, and it's scientific in nature, and actually I have found it to be pretty miraculous in terms of doing this kind of work myself. For more than 25 years, my guest, author Jacqueline Lapis-Hussman, has applied the techniques of eidetic imagery in her work as a counselor, speaker, and trainer. She is one of the foremost eidetic practitioners in the world. Over the last two decades, has been the protege and close associate of Dr. Octor Anson, Ph.D., the founder and developer of modern eidetics and pioneer in the field of mental imagery. And through eidetic imagery, we can emerge sharper, more effective, creative, and fully inspired to be all that is popular and all that is possible and popular for us. My guest again is Jacqueline Sussman. Welcome, Jackie. Hi. Thank you, Patricia. You're welcome. And you're the Director of Projects for the International Imagery Association, with centers located really all over the world. Yes, we have centers in uh, Paris and Canada and Texas and New York. They're, They're all over. Of people who are training and doing work on eidetic image psychology. Yeah, let me ask you about that. Before we even define eidetic imagery, which is a lot of it is mental imagery, why did you choose this form of psychology? What drew you to this? The thing that drew me to this is that it tells the truth. The images tell the truth. Hmm. These are very, and I've done a lot of different types of psychotherapies in my day until I came upon eidetics. And I found that if you talk and analyze, you forget, you distort, you, you don't really get to the core truth. Mm-hmm. We don't remember things or we can't really mm-hmm. formulate them. Or we have ideas about what happened or subjective opinions. Right. Or we might rationalize it and say something and then say, oh, but it's really okay. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. many, many defenses that happen. But eidetic images are images stored in the mind, in the brain, literally, of all of our life experience. It's kind of miraculous that this type of work exists because mm-hmm. you can actually see what really happened. They're mm-hmm. stored in your brain, and they have specific locations, mm-hmm. and they evoke the accurate feelings that you had at the moment. Mm-hmm. You can rationalize, oh, uh, you know, my father was brutal, but he really loved me and he was kind or whatever. You, you know, we can make up a lot of rationalizations. or distortions. And that may be true. I mean, the person might have been awful and then might have also been kind at different times, but that doesn't take away from the damage. Exactly. But whatever the true story is, is imprinted in the brain. And when mm-hmm. you see those images, there are three parts to them, which is the visual image itself, there's a somatic response, which means a feeling or body emotion, like, mm-hmm. oh, this makes me happy or sad or enraged or joyous or whatever. And there's a meaning, like, oh, there's that aha, that's what this means. Mm-hmm. So the three together, when you put those three parts together, you're really seeing, feeling, and getting the meaning of the truth 
of events in your life that happened to you and are still mm-hmm. happening to you because we go on recording those images of events of our current life mm-hmm. Well, it's, sometimes it's difficult to explain, so we might want to do an image. I want to let people know that you can call in at 866-472-5788 if you're listening live today on December 20th between uh, 2 and, and 2.45 p.m. Eastern and 11 and 11.45 a.m. Pacific. Again, 866-472-5788. So, Jackie, let's look at... Um, you know, in terms of the psychology behind it, let's look at an image. And the image I thought of for today, since we're so close to Christmas and New Year's, this is really crunch time for a lot of people. In, in terms of A, they're stressed because they still haven't finished their shopping, or B, they're looking at all the money they spent, or C, they're in the crowds at the post office and everywhere else, and D, they have to be with people and relatives that they really don't want to be with because those people trigger them in some way. I mean, and, and I'm sure there are more, but those are very typical situations that happen at this time. Yes, they are. And every person during the holiday crunch, as you call it, in the holiday stress time is mixed because it's supposed to be a joyful, loving time, and people do feel love for people in their lives. And it's a time where we experience stress because we have to face people that we have unfinished business with or emotions that mm-hmm. we have we worked out. Mm-hmm. Every person has a unique stress. And, and then, Jackie, there's another one, and that is for people who don't have family and are alone or have lost their family and they're remembering all those wonderful times they had that they don't have anymore. Absolutely. There's loss, and there's people who have uh, relatives in the military or Mm -hmm. many situations that uh, evoke a mixture of feelings during the Mm -hmm. holiday time. And uh, the the other wonderful part about the eidetic image that Dr. Austin discovered, uh, and and I'm glad you mentioned it's scientific because this has been studied at universities all over the world, the work of eidetic imagery. So what he discovered is that inside of us, it's neurologically imprinted within us, is our wholeness. The way we were meant to be if none of the things in our history impacted us. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting on the line waiting to mail packages at the post office and you get extremely irritable or angry, it could be something triggering you from your history of impatience and anger Mm -hmm. else might just be peaceful and take it at ease. But the wholeness of how to handle situations is stored within us. And so when we work with these images, we bring forward, you can bring out the wholeness that's inside um, as well and heals those specific triggers or painful events or symptoms that we have Mm -hmm. in our current lives. All right, we have a caller on the air, Trudy from Florida. Trudy, thanks for calling in and your question for Jackie. Oh, thank you. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Trudy. How are you? Very well. I, you're just the person I needed to talk to. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, I have a, um, is it okay to ask my question now? Of course. Good. All right. Well, my husband and I seem to get very irritable with each other. When any holidays come up, and especially around the Christmas time, mm-hmm. and everything seems to be going well, like a project of wrapping or cooking or something, it's not even so much the project as it's suddenly he just loses it, and he gets frustrated and angry and it's just uh, I'm one of those when people get upset. I get very quiet and try not to escalate when right. those things happen. But I'm wondering if maybe you could tell me what is a good way to approach this or how can I handle somebody who just gets grumpy, it appears to be, for no reason. Okay, so the first thing... And Jackie, you may want to do an image around this. Yes, that's what I'm going to do because we can analyze it and I can give you my opinions, but... It's not going to come from you, Trudy. So the first thing that I'd like you to do is see an image in your mind's eye 
you can do this with your eyes open or closed. Just take a moment and see an image of doing a project with your husband during the holidays. And what do you actually see? Um, well, I start feeling anxious. <laughs> but I'm seeing him get frustrated or I'm seeing an escalation of a um, annoyance. His annoyance at, let's say, he can't find the scissors. We're wrapping gifts, and he can't get find the scissors. And then he finally finds those, and where's the scotch tape? And, you know, um, so he just gets more and more upset is what I'm seeing. Okay, so when you see that image of him getting upset, look at him. And look into his eyes. There's a feeling or a story there. What do you see? The images are hologramic. We can go into them at many levels and we'll get information. So when you see his eyes, what do you see? It's interesting. I see, like, the word help. Okay. Um, You know, it's kind of like... He wants to help. He wants to do what's necessary, but many times he doesn't know quite what to do, I think. So I get that energy from him or that look from him of, well, support me or help me because I, I want to be, I don't want to let you down somehow. Okay. Because he had promised that he would help me in those certain areas and, I didn't realize that he wasn't sure how to um, how to be there for me until okay, I see it so, in his eyes. Right. So, so Jackie, so how at, does she how does she begin to understand that, or does she? Well, I'll ask Trudy that because the answers are coming from within her. Trudy, you started with feeling anxious, seeing him escalating. Mm-hmm. So you that's like a powerless feeling for you, I would imagine. It is. Okay, yes. and you described it. I don't know what to do. He gets irritable over the holidays, and I just clam up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now you're seeing in his eyes the word help, and he wants to. He doesn't know what to do, and he. You said, I don't. That he doesn't want to let you down. Mm-hmm. You're actually seeing in the image. So that's there's a meaning there. He doesn't want to let you down. So when yeah. you see that now. How do you feel? Well, I kind of feel badly for him in a way. Um, my frustration and anger just kind of melted because, you know, I've, I've offered to help people. I mean, I'm just taking it from a personal perspective. Right. And I'll get into something and it's more complicated than what I thought or more frustrating. And suddenly I can relate to what he's feeling, and it, um, it just helps me not be quite as angry or upset with him, actually. Okay, so you're feeling badly for him. You're feeling empathy or compassion for him. You're saying you're relating to what he is feeling. Yeah, yes, I am. Feeling more compassion now. Yeah. So, so in the image, as you see that you're feeling more compassion... If there's anything you would like to say or do, just see what you say or do in that image of understanding and compassion towards him. There's like an intentionality in your being. Yes. You know, um, this sounds funny, but it's like I want to ask him if I can support him. Like, the whole thing set off for him to support me. But rather than just getting more and more angry at his anger, Mm -hmm. when I I get a sense of what's really going on with him, and it suddenly dawned on me, I wonder if he was yelled at uh, when he didn't do things well. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe he's uh, responding to me 
the way he was responded to as a kid, possibly. Okay, I want Jackie. I want to jump in here for a second. Yeah. Um, see, here's what I hear from the work that you're doing. We started out with an issue. We started out with a problem with Trudy, and you know it was frustrating, Trudy, and it was uh, you know upsetting. But after you took her through the image and she could see it, she was able to come at it from his perspective and, in a sense, soften. That doesn't mean she wasn't frustrated, but she was now able to see it from his point of view, what he was going through, and that's where then the positive starts to come in. What do you think? Yes, the positive comes in because now Trudy's feeling compassion for him, understanding that there's an identification from his past history that he must have been yelled at during the holidays, and she's feeling compassion and now wants to help him. So she, Trudy went from feeling powerless and anxious and irritable to feeling compassion and wanting to help and support him, which is a much stronger and positive position. She's not being triggered by him anymore. Is that how you're feeling, Trudy? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And one you know, last part is if in the image you see you treat him that way, supporting him, how does he react? Because you will see that in the image, too. Images of your husband are imprinted in your mind. Mm-hmm. So you the truth of that, too. So what happens, Trudy, when you're treating him with a compassion? Well, it's, it's interesting. I see him smiling, like a big smile. Mm-hmm. And there's not the that frustration that um, you know how people's faces get tight when they get angry or frustrated or whatever. He's more relaxed and laughing about. Oh yeah, there the scissor. You know, it's like it's gone from being who can yell the loudest and be more frustrated Mm -hmm. to. This, uh, this is going to be okay. This is going to work out. That's wonderful. So you've tapped into your own wholeness, which has compassion and support for him, mm-hmm. and you see in your image how he will respond because you have images of him stored inside you already, and it will reveal how he will respond to you. So you've so, gone from powerlessness to, to power, compassion, and being able to handle the situation all from your own Images and the wholeness that's inside of you. I haven't, yeah. I haven't told you how to figure this out at all. You've done it all yourself. Which is really wonderful. Yeah. Well, let me ask, too. It's like, is it true? Because in some other areas that I've studied on, you know, if, if we're happy, the people around us, or if we're smiling, and people around us tend to pick up on the energy. And so... Because I know that under all that barking or frustration that he's giving, I know that he's a really good guy and that that's not the real him. So does that mean if I see that in him and and then I would relax, then he would relax? Good question. What do you think, Jackie? Absolutely. People receive cues from each other that are nonverbal. So there's a pattern between the two of you of frustration and anger. So he, sent, he gets frustrated and feels powerless finding the scissors, and you go into your own reaction and get frustrated and angry, clam up, but he senses your irritation. And when you shift and you feel that compassion and you want to support him and you're more relaxed, he'll pick up on that energy and those cues and relax himself. That's absolutely true. We, we pick up on each other's right. energies, like dogs sniffing each other. They pick up on the vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get and, each and, other's vibes. And, Trudy, we really appreciate you calling in with this because it's so, it's so helpful for all of us, and I hope that it helped you. Oh, it did enormously. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Really okay. appreciate it. Jackie, thanks. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, hopefully we're going to get more callers, or we'll do an image with me, but I think that what I really got from this and what I've gotten from this in the past is that it helps you to see things in a different light and understand them from a sense of compassion. 
Ab- well, yes, from a sense of compassion, or you can't really program how the healing comes forward. Mm-hmm. But it does get you to get to a healing place that is true and genuine from the core of your own being mm-hmm. in any life situation. Mm-hmm. It's not always compassion. It can mm-hmm. be um, justice that has anger in it to stand up for yourself. It can be uh, joy and, and uh, elation rather than being depressed. I mean, there, there are many, many ways that the healing comes, so we can't label that it's only compassion. Okay. All right. My guest is Jacqueline Lapis-Sussman. She has applied the techniques of eidetic imagery in her work as a counselor, speaker, and teacher. She's one of the foremost eidetic practitioners in the world and over the last two decades has been a protege and close associate of Dr. Akar Anson, Ph.D., the founder and developer of modern eidetics and pioneer in the field of mental imagery. You can uh, log on to her website by going on to JacquelineSussman.com, J-A-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E, Sussman, S-U-S-S-M-A-N, and the name of, of this approach is eidetic, E-I-D-E-T-I-C, imagery. And you're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Um, My guest today is Jacqueline Sussman, and she has applied the techniques of eidetic imagery in her work as a counselor, speaker, and teacher. She's one of the foremost eidetic practitioners in the world, and over the last two decades, she's been a protege and close associate of Dr. Akhtar Asin, Ph.D. and founder and developer of modern eidetics and pioneer in the field of mental imagery. And eidetic imagery helps you to emerge sharper, more effective, creative, and fully inspired to be all that is possible. And you can log on to JacquelineSussman.com, J-A-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E, Sussman, S-U-S-S-M-E-N.com. Welcome back, Jackie. Okay, we have a caller on the air, Tony from Connecticut. Your question for Jackie. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Uh, I've got a question that deals with a kind of 
midlife scenario, um, I guess you could call it potential empty nester or ten little Indians going down to fewer and fewer family members uh, at holiday gatherings uh, due to uh, old age, death, and the like. And so uh, we have a situation in my household where a lot of people are now gone due to uh, departing this plane. And um, the next generation hasn't really picked up the baton yet with grandchildren or the like, and it gets really very, very stressed out because what was once a very, very uh, full and, uh, you know, very happy uh, series of events between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, now it becomes more of a slog through the situation because of the fewer and fewer people. Uh, we've tried inviting many other extended relatives along the way, and that seems to help for, let's say, Thanksgiving. But it gets particularly difficult during the Christmas holiday season because then we see how few of us are left. Uh, yeah. Uh, I see. So there's a feeling of loss there. Yes, it's that's why I called it like the ten little Indians. You know, ten little Indians in death, uh-huh. nine, eight, seven, six, and um, uh, I think for myself, it te- I, the way I've coped with it uh, since we do a lot of hosting in our household and family is to kind of go on an automatic pilot and just get through the day. And I was thinking about this just recently. I've kind of lost the sense of any authentic happiness or uh, involvement in the day. Uh, Play host, get through it, and move on. Uh, I think my wife tries and does a little bit better than me, but somehow I see all of these other people who are no longer there, and it just becomes something to get through. So I was wondering... Um, what do you do in this case with what you call your eidetic imagery? Do you try mm. to recreate the past and vision it in your mind, or is that silly too? Or what, you know, how do you get that sense of originality that you used to feel all the time because you were mm. really enjoying the holiday for what it was? Yeah, and Whatever I just wanted, I want to jump in here for a minute, Tony. Jackie, isn't this a comment? I mean, I'm listening to what Tony's saying, and I'm thinking of so many people who are going through the motions because it's the right thing to do, and you've got to act in a certain way because you're with family, and you're supposed to feel one way, but you really don't. I mean, do you think that's common? Yes. You, uh, the phone cut out for a moment, so I missed what you said, but it's common that you used to feel one way and then you feel another. Absolutely. Absolutely. It becomes very automatic. Yes, I hear you. I understand. So let's, How about an image for Tony? Okay, so let's start out. There's, there's many ways to work with this, but let's start out with if you see an image in your mind's eye of the holidays as they are now. Okay. Okay, and just see what do you actually see. I see people going through the motions. Uh, gathering at a festive meal um, and enjoying the food, but not necessarily interacting with each other the way it used to be. Okay. And when you see that, how do you feel? Very cool to the whole circumstance. Wishing to be somewhere else almost, because it's just something to get through. Okay. All right, so it's kind of a humdrum wishing to be somewhere else and it's just to get through and so on. So mm-hmm. your spirit, you're talking about your spirit is kind of uh, dampened. Right, and exactly opposite to whatever the holiday event might be. This could be just about any holiday, but especially during this time of year, uh, it's very significant. Right. Okay. So now what I'd like you to do is, do you remember as a child seeing the Christmas tree and Santa Claus when you were very, very young? Oh, sure. Okay, so now see through the eyes. That's an image instruction that you can actually see through the eyes of that child as you're seeing the holiday tree. And Santa, and tell me what you see and how do you feel? Oh, I see old-fashioned tinsel and lights and uh, 
gifts that are all wrapped up under the tree, and I'm wondering what's in them. Uh-huh. And I'm feeling rather excited about the day. Okay. And what's exciting you about the day? Well, it's Christmas, and um, there's a lot of people running around the house or at least doing things, and, people, and there's food that, that's being cooked that I love to eat. And uh-huh. uh, there are going to be toys that I'm going to get to open, some of which I hope are the ones I've asked for, and others I hope are surprises that I'll really like. Okay. Because the whole family gets together, and all the aunts and uncles bring all their presents as well, so there's a lot of people and a lot of activity. Okay, so when you see that, you said you feel excited. Mm-hmm. So let the excitement be there, and tell me, where in your body do you feel that? In my chest. Okay. In your heart. Okay. So tell me more about your heart. What's going on in your heart? Well, it's just a very exciting feeling. I feel very uh, warm there. Um, uh, There's a great deal of um, anticipation. Uh, Yes. And uh, anything is possible. Oh, that's a wonderful feeling. Hmm. Okay. So now see yourself with that heart full of warmth and excitement and, and positive feeling. And it sounds like love, a lot of love, too. Are you experiencing love, or am I putting that word in your image? Um, well, I guess. I don't know. I just really, um, right now you're asking me to think like a child, so I just feel yes, excited. Yes, yes. Okay, so now see that you bring that childlike feeling, see the holidays now, with that feeling from your childhood. Okay. Do you want me to comment on that? Yes, please. Oh, okay. Um, Because that's all the fullness of your being, that warmth and anticipation, and it's all there in in your younger image. Well, I, I guess I'm kind of feeling excited, but I'm looking at a table of people who look less than excited all around me, so I don't know how I'm supposed to behave. Okay, so you're feeling excited. So just see that you're feeling excited and see the table of people around you. Uh-huh. And how are they relating to you or you to them? With that excitement, just see that image. Well, I guess um, I'll be trying to interact with them more rather than just sitting back and watching it as a passing parade. Okay, so you interact more than sitting back. Uh, Yes. Okay, so see that you're doing that. And as you see that, tell me what happens in your image. I'm sorry, could you just say that again? I was trying to turn off a phone that was ringing at the same time. I apologize. As you see that you're interacting more because you're feeling more excited. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, now I get it. Um, You're excited and you're interacting I'm I'm feeling better about being there. Okay. And what do you see in your image? You're feeling better, and how are the people responding in your image? Well, some are catching on and some are not, but I guess I really don't care about those who aren't. I'm having a better time than I was having before. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. And when you see those who are catching on, see the interaction between you. Yeah, that's kind of a first. Meaning? Well... Meaning that I think in the past everybody was in their own little world. Yeah. So this kind of broke through in a funny way. Okay. So you're having seeing... some authentic conversation as opposed to don't the potatoes taste good? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So already, Jackie, he is seeing the good, the positive. That's starting to come into the image more and more. Absolutely. And it's like what we talked about before with the previous caller. It's the vibes we feel and the vibes we send out. So in 
this caller, Tony's wholeness, that bio-latency, that biological wholeness is excitement, um, positive anticipation, the holidays are warm, carries a lot of beautiful energies from Tony's wholeness. And so when I had him connect to that, which is his genuine self, not the dulled-down self from all the history and all the losses, but his genuine self, and he brings that to the holidays, people respond like those vibes. Some of the people respond, and it feels authentic and better for him, and he doesn't care about those who don't uh, respond. Tony's feeling better and actually picking up the energy of the holidays. Do you feel, Tony, do, do you feel better in doing that image? Yeah, I just had a th- another thought, though, in terms yes. of the, the, you know, the imagery. Is it possible that in the past, as I'm fantasizing, in a sense, the people who I'm interacting with positively now, that when I wasn't interacting with them, I was being a downer without realizing it? Well, you can tell that from, it's very possible, and you can tell that from their eyes, like, if you see one of those people who is actually engaging with you in authentic conversation now that you're bringing excitement to the Christmas holiday, if you see one of them and see through their eyes, they're seeing you. What are they seeing? Yeah, I think I was a downer without realizing it. I thought I was just hiding. Uh-huh. Bye but maybe I was helping to create or contribute to the the atmosphere. I guess we all were of that way at the at the point when a lot of the losses took place. Yeah. And then some people just went neutral and some people tried, I guess uh I'm not sure if, I, if I'm conveying it correctly, but now I'm starting to see that things I thought were hidden were not quite as mm-hmm. hidden. Mm. Right, people are, are picking and, up. And like, was it easier for you to see that, Tony, after you did the image than before you did it? Yes, I have mm-hmm. to admit that. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind, you know, it's not words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not words. You can't reason this out or figure it out without seeing the image. The image has the truth Hmm. and the wholeness. The answers come from within you. and That's kind of like how I figured out that I was part of the problem as well as as, as, as everyone else was part of the problem. Right, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope that helped, and I really appreciate you calling in. Yes, it did help, and uh, happy holidays to both of you. Thank you so much. much. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, fabulous. All right, you know what? We're going to take another break, and we're going to come back and talk more to Jackie about how you can learn more about how eidetic imagery can help you, particularly over the holidays. And um, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back again. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on voiceamerica.com. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And my guest is Jackie Sussman, Jacqueline Lapa Sussman. Her website is JacquelineSussman.com, J-A-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-S-U-S-S-M-A-N.com. And Jackie is a counselor, speaker, and teacher who is one of the foremost practitioners in her field of eidetic imagery, E-I-D-E-T-I-C. And she has studied for the last two decades with uh, Dr. Dr. Asen, Ph.D., who is the founder and developer of modern eidetics and a pioneer in the field of mental imagery. And through this imagery, as if you've been on, this, on the call today and listening to the program, we've taken a couple of calls where Jackie has brought people through images so you could understand how you can really work through a situation through the, the brain, the image in the brain. And we can be sharper and more effective and more creative Jackie is the Director of Projects for the International Imagery Association with centers located in the United States, Canada, Europe, and India, and the editor of Imagery Today, which is an international newsletter covering the imagery movement. Okay, and again, you can log on to JacquelineSussman.com. All right, so Jackie, let me, um, let me give you an image for me, because I was thinking about this. And um, okay. at the holiday time, you know, we're going into Christmas and New Year's, and I have uh, a grown child, and I have a dad who's in his 90s, and it's going to be kind of quiet for me around this time. And beside which, I'm also uh, not Christian, I'm Jewish, so the big celebration was Hanukkah and other holidays, so we don't celebrate Christmas in the same way. So there's going to be a lot of alone time for me at this time of year. And in one way, I'm excited because I have a lot to do, a lot of things, and I've got it all lined up. And on the other side, you know, there's that feeling of, oh, you know, I'll I'll be alone or I'll be thinking about things and, um, you know, just memories and losses. And I've prepared for this because I'm usually so busy, so I'm very prepared for this. I have it all figured out, but that doesn't mean that the feelings aren't still there. Right. So there you go. Okay. There you have it. All right, there you have it. So if you see an image in your mind of what it is that you're, you're feeling mm-hmm. at this time, at this holiday time, or the aloneness, you call it, or the a lot of work you do, what are, see an image. First, that's how we start. See an image in your mind mm-hmm. of this holiday time. Mm-hmm. And when you see it, what do you see, and how do you feel seeing it? I see a lot of movement for me. Okay. And I see a lot of high energy, mm-hmm. and I see excitement. That's wonderful. On, on one hand. Okay. And then on the other hand, I, 
I see some lonely evenings. Some lonely evenings. When, when I'm not so engaged in everything that I'm so excited about. Okay. All right. So it's sort of half and half. Yeah, I think it's more positive. But okay. the other is strong when it happens, and it's a tough feeling to deal with. Loneliness is one of my heart. You know, they say there are four major feelings where people sometimes act out or people get really uncomfortable, and that's when you're angry, tired, lonely, or hungry. Mm-hmm. And for me, the thing that kind of triggers me more than anything is the loneliness. Okay, so loneliness is the thing that triggers you the most. Mm. Okay, so there's a lot of positive that's going on for you, and yes. there's some loneliness as well. Yes. So when you see the positive image mm. of being very busy and doing all of the things that you're doing... Mm-hmm. And that I love. And that you love. Mm-hmm. And you have desire, you know, the things that, that you love to do. Yes. See an image of those things that you're busy with that you love to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, see yourself doing it. What is it that you're doing? My radio show, um, writing proposals, talking to potential sponsors, um, going to networking meetings, um, going to some religious gatherings, um, doing some prayers with people, um, laughing with friends, that's what I see. Okay, and when you see that, how do you feel? Happy. Okay, great. Okay, now see yourself being alone mm. or doing the work alone, whatever the work is that mm-hmm. you do alone. And okay. what happens? Well, it just sometimes feels, I, I guess the word is, is separate or distant or not connected. Right. Okay, so when you see that, that you're feeling separate and not connected and alone, See that you're, you have desires. There are desires there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what, is, what desires do you have when you're feeling separate? Connectedness. Okay. Companionship. Interaction. Okay. And security. 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 Okay, so think of all those desires you have. And let all of these desires come into your mind and let your heart beat with these desires. Jackie, you and I were talking about an image that we were doing and um, we were talking about being lonely over the holidays and you were asking me, you know, what were the things that excited me and I talked about all that and then also we talked about how I feel when, you know, when I feel lonely and you and and. You asked me that, and I said, you know, I don't feel connected or separate, and then we talked about those feelings. So where are we now? Okay, so you said that you felt separate and distant. Right. And I said that you have a lot of, but mostly it's positive for you because you're so busy and active. That's true. That's There's true. There's a lot of fullness in your life. Yes. But those moments that you're alone when you're working on something alone or you feel insecure, you, know, you didn't say insecure, you said lonely. And sometimes it's late at night. Not always, but sometimes. Okay, so I said, see that you have desires. Mm-hmm. And okay. you said, I desire connectedness. Right. So I said, feel those desires for connectedness and mm-hmm. let your heart beat. See oh. that your heart is beating with those desires. I can- see, Okay. And let your imagination roam. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? Yes. Okay? All right. All right. So and then what? And what's so hap- what, what's, what's happening? happening? Um, what's happening is that um, I just feel excited. 
you know, things are coming to me. I'm meeting more people, and I'm getting more wonderful guests on the show, and I'm invited to some great places, and so those things are happening. Okay, that's wonderful. So, so let yourself feel your desires, let your heart beat with your desires, and see that you're going into the world with your desires. Okay. And with your heartbeat, and let the world know your desires, and let your heartbeat know the world. Okay. And you tell me what happens. Um, they resonate. When I go in with my desires, because it's been happening for me, when I'm making my phone calls now or when I'm meeting people, I'm resonating that and putting out that excitement, and, um, and, and people are picking up on it, and they are reacting to me in a very positive way. That's wonderful. So how are you feeling now? How's the feeling of aloneness now and lack of connectedness? It's better. Okay, tell me about that. Um, we have probably two minutes left, so... Um, I'm feeling like there's so much hope and there's so many good things and that I need to keep seeing that. Even when those moments come, I can see all the good. That's wonderful. So you went from feeling separate and disconnected to feeling really excited and totally Mm. connected Mm. through your desires and through the beating of your heart. Right. Thank you, Jackie. I want to know how people, if they're more interested in doing this kind of work with you, uh, for whatever their issue is, how can they find you? Well, they can go on my website, www.jacquelinesussman.com, J-A-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E, Sussman, S-U-S-S-M-A-N.com, mm-hmm. um, or they can call me directly at 203 and I see people in person and do phone sessions with people all over the country and other parts of the world as well. So, Thanks so um, much, Jackie, for being on the, on the program. Stay on the line. My guest has been Jackie Sussman, Jacqueline Lapa Sussman, and her website is JacquelineSussman.com. And she is uh, one of the foremost eidetic practitioners in the world, and she applies the techniques of eidetic imagery in her work as a counselor, speaker, and teacher. And she is a protege and close associate of Dr. Octor Austin, Ph.D., who's the founder and developer of modern eidetics and the pioneer in field of mental imagery. Remember, folks, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true, and have a wonderful holiday season. Jackie, thanks for being on the program. Thank you so much. All right. All right, everybody. I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com. Bye for now. Thank you.